Hi, Paul Cork here. This is the latest episode of Reframe Your Mindset for Success. And what I'm going to talk about in this episode is the power of your mind. Because when you actually think about it, the obstacles that generally that we create are the ones in our own minds. So what I wanted to focus on is, is firstly in, in this episode, the power of the mind and demonstrating that. And then also talking about the perception prison which is something that we can all get trapped in from time to time, which I'll talk about in a little bit more detail in the next episode as well. So where am I going? The power of the mind. I've got a couple of short stories to tell you and also some real powerful points about the way that we think, the way that we frame the life that we live. Now, if you think about how powerful your mind is, now, when it comes to computers and a computer chip right now, you think about how many songs a computer chip can hold, how many films, the amount of information on a small computer chip. It's quite a lot, really. But when you compare that to the power of the brain, you know, we're talking about trillions and trillions of actions that are happening in a second to make sure that you can survive in the world that we live in and, you know, maintain your everyday actions and health um, as, we, as we live our lives. The subconscious mind, it's a powerhouse basically. And if you think about it, we tend to attract into our life what we're thinking about. Now, if you think about the mind in a sense of it being like a computer and a computer that can be programmed and it can be programmed by the thoughts that we literally input into that computer each day, day in, day out. And, you know, I, I talk about it as default settings, which I've talked about in previous episodes. So we have default settings. Some of those will be good. Some of those potentially be bad based on our experience. And because we run on autopilot, a lot of the time, and in fact, it's probably 96 to 98% of the time we run on autopilot, then actually, if we're programmed already, then what's going to happen is you're going to have some self-limiting beliefs and you're gonna have some real negative, and you're gonna have some self-limiting negative beliefs, and you're gonna have some positive beliefs. So what we'd be looking to do is obviously take those negative beliefs away and reshape the mind with positive beliefs. Well, let me explain the power of the mind and why this is so important, and talk to you about cause and effect as well. So I'm gonna tell you a little bit of a story from, from around about 20 years ago, and I was working uh, for the Bank of Scotland at the time, and I was traveling up to, up to Scotland and we were running a course. <clears throat> and this particular course um, was a sales and leadership course and we were traveling all the way up to Dingwall. And the place that we were staying was called Tullock Castle. And I remember all the way up to Tullock Castle, um, I was traveling up with a girl called Suzanne and we, we, we laughed and we joked all the way up there. We were talking about, you know, the ghost of the castle, it was supposedly the green lady. Um, and, it, and it, was, it was quite funny, the, the, the jokes that we were telling all the way up. It was all a good laugh. And then we got to the castle and there was a guy there who greeted us in his Scottish kilt. And he said, you know, I want to make you welcome. And uh, I'll do my Scottish accent. I want to make you welcome and I'll show you around the castle. So we, we were up for that and we obviously had a, a bite to eat. And then he came back and showed us around the castle. And as we walked around, he took us into this ballroom and in this ballroom, I kid you not, when I walked into the ballroom, straight away, there was a young girl in painting that was looking at me. 
as this massive painting of family that once lived there. And no matter where you walked in the ballroom, she was looking at me, right? So before he even said, let me tell you the story of the green lady, I actually knew who she was, and it was actually her. And the sad part of the story is, unfortunately, the father had been painted out of this particular painting, and the history goes that she actually caught a father in bed with her auntie, and she fled the bedroom, uh, got, got her feet caught in the curtains, fell down the stairs, and unfortunately died. Very, very sad story. Um, and she's actually the ghost who, who haunts the castle. I'm sure that there's possibly other things that haunt the castle too. But um, so that put a completely different perspective on going to bed that night. You know, all the jokes going up in the car to all of a sudden we, we've got to have a, a quick drink before we go to bed, get ready for the next day. Um, so it was time for bed and I remember we walked to the bedroom and um, Suzanne actually said to me, she said, you know, if you're anything, anything strange, then let me know. And I was like, in your head, you're then thinking, well, nothing strange is going to happen. Logic says nothing strange is going to happen. So go to the bedroom, get in bed. I'm actually left the telly on while I was, because I figured that if the football was on the telly, no ghosts are going to come and haunt me. That was, that was, that was great logic. Um, and eventually put the telly off, get ready to go to sleep. And as soon as I'm ready to go to sleep, what do I need? I need the toilet. So I've got to get up. And literally, as it goes to get out of bed, as I pull the covers back and switch the lamp on, as I step out of bed, not kidding you, the lamp switched off. The lamp switched off. So in any normal situation, you would go, the bulb's gone, but not in a haunted castle. In a haunted castle, you're like, oh my God, the ghost have come to get me. So I was trembling back under the covers like Scooby-Doo. So as you can imagine, if you picture it, I was too scared to open my eyes in case I started seeing dead people. So, you know, if you think about the situation that I was in, so obviously the need to go to the toilet eventually overrides the need um, of trying to survive ghosts. So I did um, eventually run to the toilet, run back, and all night I didn't sleep because obviously that experience of the, of the bulb uh, switching off and the power of my mind working overtime, worried that I'm gonna see the green lady, worried that potentially gonna see ghosts, and I didn't sleep. So the next day, I was anything but fresh. We got through the day, we delivered a good day's, day's training. We got through that. And what was really interesting is, partly because I was tired, but we got back the next night, we had a bite to eat, and literally within seconds of, of going to bed, I fell asleep. And it just goes to show you that the power of the mind and what it can create, it, it's exponential. And if you think about it, any time that you've watched a scary film, you start to hear every single sound in the house. And actually sometimes when you've had a nightmare and it actually feels real and you jolt and you wake up, and that's the power of the mind and what it can potentially create. And what's amazing, based on a certain experience, depending on what you think of that experience, so if you were to jump out of a perfectly good airplane, then if you chose to do that, for some people, what might happen is you might feel fear. And what that fear will do is it will put cortisol into your body and you will then become even more fearful. Whereas for others who don't worry and will just jump out of a plane, what it fills them with is dopamine. So it's the same situation, two different people thinking in two different ways and actually the chemical reaction based on the way that you think influences the way that the body is and the way that then you are in that situation. The power of your mind to literally the thoughts that you think 
is so important to the life that you live. And it's a fact that the quality of your thoughts will dictate the quality of your life. The quality of thoughts will definitely dictate the quality of your life. There was a study done by Dr. Humidity and he measured a skier's muscles and obviously it basically wired the muscles up and got the skier to think about skiing and the muscles actually fired off exactly the same way as when he was skiing. So it just goes to show you that the brain actually can't distinguish between what is real and what you actually think. That's very, very powerful when you think about it because there are certain things that we can do to help us become the best version of ourselves to live the life that we want to live based on the way that we think. Now, I'm a massive believer also in cause and effect. So when you think about cause and effect, the causes that we create in our life right now will basically ensure that you get the effects that you want in your life at later days. So if we go back to self-limited beliefs and negative thoughts, negative thought patterns, what will actually happen is if you have those patterns, then they will dictate the effects in your life at a later date. And you know, another amazing um, concept is the placebo effect, you know, where it's been proven the, the placebo effect, the placebo pill, where it's given um, patients a medical pill compared to the placebo pill, and actually the sugar pill, the placebo, having just as much of an impact because of the patient's mind and what they believe. So what you believe becomes your reality. Now, going back to, to, to cause and effect, you know, I, I love the, the quotes from a, a certain film and a certain film, you know, talking about jumping out of airplanes and, and surfing is, is point break. So, you know, it was very wise words from Patrick Swayze. Hopefully you can hear them right now. Fear causes hesitation, and hesitation will cause your worst fears to come true. So that's the, the impact that the fear really does have on our life if we let it. Now, one of the things that we can do, because our brain is hardwired to keep us safe, if we wanna get past our fears, if we wanna get past that negative conditioning, those negative beliefs, what we need to do is we need to reinvent ourselves. We need to reframe our mindset for success. And we need to do that by thinking that we have already achieved the big goals in our life, that we are positively capable and have already achieved what we want, can achieve what we want and will achieve what we want. In fact, we're already doing it. You have to see yourself as being successful and visualize that. And what you can actually do is you can start to design your own future right now by thinking about a different version, by redefining, by reframing how you see yourself, your self-concept, which will build your self-esteem. So you reframe your internal map and that internal picture of yourself. Now, one of the things I do talk about is that at times we talk to ourselves, our self-talk can be very, very negative. We can actually talk to ourselves worse than when we talk to other people. And when we do that, we be quite critical of ourselves. And there's an emotional part of our brain, the monkey on our shoulder, and that monkey on our shoulder will chatter. It will chatter and it will say, you can't do this, uh, you're unable to do that. 
and it will actually, you know, if you've got to do a big presentation, it'll make sure that that fear sticks in your mind. And we have to manage the monkey. We have to manage that monkey. And there's different ways of doing that, which I'll come back to in later episodes. But if you think about the voice in your head, if there's an negative voice in your head and that emotional voice, there's also, and emotions, by the way, they can be turned, obviously, because passion is, is a good emotion. So there are good emotions, which I'll come back to as well. But if you think about the monkey being on one side and then on the other side is the goat. And the goat is the greatest of all time. And I'm a massive believer that if you want to be the best version of yourself, if you actually listen to that inner part of yourself that knows, that inner part of yourself that knows what's best, it's like the leader within you. There is a wise part to who you are who knows the right thing to do at the right time. And what we need to tap into is that rational leader inside of ourselves who knows the right thing to do, who knows that when he gets up in the morning or she gets up in the morning to be the best version of themselves, right? And it's about programming yourself to do that, to see that, to be that, to feel that. You know, if you can do that, that's where you need to take yourself. Because as I've just said, the power of your mind and what it can do to your life to either create the doubts, the negative thoughts, which will lead to negative impacts and effects in your life, or you can reframe your internal map to think about who you are, who you're gonna be in any given situation at any time. And psychological intelligence is that you can program yourself at any point in time of your life. So my advice would be to take a step back, think about the power of your mind, and think about how you can start to use it to your advantage. So I'm gonna stop there. As I said, I'm gonna talk more about the types of things that stop us um, through our own minds, and I'm gonna talk about the perception prison in the next episode. Thank you. <laughs>